I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. FSG in, FSG out. But what about Jurgen Klopp? By Tom Holmes. In what has been a turbulent summer for Liverpool fans up until this point, one thing remains reasonably consistent. Speculation about FSG. FSG this, FSG that, FSG in, FSG out. FSG are to blame if we don't sign Van Dijk and Keita. FSG don't want us to sign Van Dijk and Keita. FSG will have proven themselves. It's time for FSG to step up. And amongst all of this, it's not clear who FSG is actually supposed to mean. Is it Michael Edwards? Is it Tom Werner? Is it John Henry? Or is it Jurgen Klopp? There seems to be an odd break between Klopp, the footballing man, and FSG, the entity, the businessman. And this break seems to be divorced from the reality of the situation, which is that Klopp has a very real and very powerful say on transfers. He has a very close relationship with Edwards, and whilst he may not himself be a negotiating businessman, he nevertheless has as much of a say in transfers as anyone in the club. Moreover, whilst Klopp is an employee of FSG and one who is certainly a football man and not a businessman, Klopp is as much an employee of FSG as Edwards is, and their goals are aligned. So why are Liverpool fans so reluctant, on the whole, to blame our manager for any perceived transfer failings? When Liverpool were forced to apologise for tapping up Virgil van Dijk, who was it that was responsible for all that tapping up? Who was it who had transgressed in such a public, almost arrogant manner? Whilst we may never know exactly who leaked it to the press that van Dijk was only interested in a move to Anfield, do we honestly believe that they wouldn't have had Klopp's blessing? Should that have been a tactical move on the club's part? Klopp himself has picked Liverpool's two main targets, and they are both exceptional targets, but does that mean that if we fail to get those targets, he's blameless? Almost certainly not, although given the public and increasingly petulant nature of Red Bull Leipzig's attempts to hold on to Naby Keita, it seems unfair to blame anyone in Liverpool's camp at all should that transfer collapse. Contrary to what some people on Twitter think, Transfers aren't as simple as throwing £80 million at a player or walking away inside a week with no need for the basics such as negotiation. So what happens if Liverpool don't sign Van Dijk and Keita? Well then, what happens after that will well and truly be on Jurgen Klopp's shoulders. Whether or not Klopp has alternatives to these players lined up remains to be seen, but there are plenty of rumblings to suggest that he does not. If Liverpool begin the season 
and end the transfer window with Dejan Lovren still at the heart of our defence, then that will be on Klopp, and Klopp alone. Klopp has made the decision to go in for Van Dijk, Klopp has tapped up Van Dijk, and if we cannot secure Van Dijk's services as a result, then it is up to Klopp to find a replacement. Klopp has stated that he has the final word on transfers, so why are we so quick to absolve him of any blame where transfers are concerned? Some will argue that he is lying to protect FSG. Others will say that FSG aren't trying hard enough. And of course, there is a fair point to be made that it's simply not good enough if Klopp names two big targets, has FSG's backing, and yet the club failed to get either target. None of this is attempting to absolve FSG of any blame. The Van Dyke apology is a mess that Edwards and his team need to take at least partial responsibility for. If the Keita deal also collapses, then Liverpool have spent a lot of time and effort investing in a player that it's always been reported wasn't for sale. But our manager picks the targets. He must have contingency targets. He must take responsibility for his role in the tapping up scandal. And ultimately, it is Jurgen Klopp who has to bear the brunt of the impact that the decisions this summer will have. He is the one who needs this squad to come together. This is Klopp's second full season as Liverpool manager and he needs to start delivering. Personally, I have every confidence that Liverpool will get at least one big deal over the line this summer and that there will be absolutely no need to castigate FSG, Edwards or Klopp. But the point that's worth bearing in mind is that if things do go wrong, people will be quick to point the finger at FSG. Will they be so quick to point the finger at Jurgen Klopp? I like these kind of pieces because the opinion being put forward is so forthright and uh, likely to rattle a number of cages, um, no doubt, because there are places in it where Tom is quite, um, not scathing, but very frank about the responsibility that Jurgen Klopp bears for whatever the state of Liverpool's squad is at the end of the summer. And I think it's a fair point. We do, like uh, we were speaking about on a pod I did recently, deify our managers and elevate them to a standard and a status sort of sometimes beyond criticism. Well, some of our managers we do that for, and Jurgen Klopp is certainly in that sort of, God help us, messiah category who can possibly do no wrong in some people's eyes. But again, the whole point here isn't about blame, and what's sort of hidden in there in between the lines in Tom's piece is that nobody knows anything. Nobody knows anything. And we don't know what, as Tom talk calls them, the contingency plans are. We don't know who they are. We assume that they're there. You would have to believe that they are there. I think the fact that the last transfer window went by so quietly is the only thing that's keeping people so nervous because why else would you think that there wouldn't be someone to back up the main targets and that those deals are sort of halfway there just in case? I mean, that is the only thing that makes sense to me. Anything else seems completely illogical and I would like to think that logic is sort of present somewhere when you consider the calibre of the man uh, at the heart of it all, which is Jurgen Klopp. So um, he has my faith. It's not kind of blind, loyalist faith, but it is absolute nonetheless because of what he's done in the past and because of what he's done at the club so far, which I think has been underrated by some. It was a culture change that needed to happen, and I think he's instigating that process. So fingers crossed that, like Tom says at the end, there won't be any finger-pointing needing to be done. 
Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.